Life Audio. Welcome to the Jesus is All We Need podcast with me, your host, Jason Sotil. This is a show where we dig into the personal testimonies of people in the news, celebrities, and folks just like you and me in a way that will leave you encouraged. So sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode of the Jesus is All We Need podcast. Where has this podcast been? The Jesus is All We Need podcast has been on a little hiatus. Why? Well, there's a lot of reasons to it, and we're going to dig through those reasons, and we're going to talk about a lot of negative things without being negative. And to help me dig through it, I brought on the Trevor Tyson of the Trevor Talks podcast. Trevor, what's up, brother? Dude, I'm so excited. I feel like I'm the king of negativity. I'm just happy to be here with you. (laughs) Well, the thing is, I like to use all things and point people to Christ through them. So we're going to talk about some negative things that have gone on, and we're going to keep it in a positive light and just talk about what's been going on. It's been like, it feels like over a year to me, but it hasn't been, man. But hey, bro, thanks for coming back to the show, and thanks for helping me get it launched up again, man. I'm so excited. Dude, of course. It's been a long time coming, and I think that, especially with your audience, to understand like, hey, some things have to go back to the drawing board. You try some things, trial and error, X, Y, and Z, but everything happens in God's time, and it's just so awesome to know that in 2023, the Jesus is All We Need podcast is back. Yeah. But look around you, your family, your faith, they're not in the way, they are the way. From the creators of Jesus Revolution comes the incredible true story. It's going to be dangerous and scary and giving up, it's not an option. The story of one family's journey from down under to center stage. Unsung Hero, a for King and Country film starring Candace Cameron Bure and Terry O'Quinn. In theaters now. Visit unsunghero.movie to learn more. Rated PG, parental guidance suggested. What impacts you every day? There is one book that influences almost every aspect of our lives. Museum of the Bible reveals the Bible's impact on your favorite musicians and artists, the way we measure time, social justice, our national monuments, and more. The Bible's impact is all around you. Discover how at museumofthebible.org impact. So what's basically happened, my friends, over this past year was I have been pulled in a million different directions, as has everyone. You know, I'm no more special than anyone else. But when you're also trying to be involved in media and do a podcast and being yanked in a bazillion different directions, it's rough. You know, with the passing of uh, Christy's mom, my wife's mom, and uh, the struggles that we had there. But not just that, also the expectations that people had for me. They were like, okay, Jason, you have this growing podcast. You have this book that's taken off. You've got some movie stuff that's starting to take off. And, and let's now start talking about culture. And I'm like, let's go. Let's talk about culture. Yeah. But during that time, Trevor, it was all about the cancel culture and cancel this and cancel that. And, and I was speaking into it. What I found, bro, was I was quickly becoming negative and negative in my shows. Mm. And no matter what I do, I try to bring it back around to Jesus is all we need. So an example of some crumminess, some bad fire scenes, some bad life things, the, the death of my wife's mom, I always want to bring it back around to Jesus is all we need to get us through. But bro, honestly, I found myself going the exact opposite way. Wow. 
and just being angry at the world, you know? Do you ever find yourselves in that situation? Yeah, and honestly, like, just to touch on the cancel this aspect of it, like, none of those episodes were bad at all. It just wasn't, like, something that you want to continue to talk about, right? It's fun to visit the conversation, and it's fun to dive into it, but when you make it that overarching theme that's just going to be repetitive over and over and over, that negativity just starts to feed into, like, what's going on in your heart. And I know you. I know what it started as and it's like you had so many amazing guests on there the john schneider sonia hunter uh, john cooper you had all these amazing guests on there so those episodes are still up for people to listen to and they're awesome but i'm just excited to see the wheels turning back on jesus all we need because it's where i knew you were going to be the whole time um so i'm just stoked man and you're you've got an amazing thing going here and i'm excited for people to finally get to listen to these episodes yeah so my and what's so cool is all of those guests I have, they were not negative. They were so not negative. We talked about such yeah. cool things. But let's be honest, when the topic is cancel culture, they're doing the right thing. Let's talk about that. And, and so so we didn't go unchrist, like we didn't stay negative. But what I wanted to do was bring folks back through like you, bring folks like John and, and everyone else back through. And now concentrate on obviously some negative things that may have happened in their lives, but be like, yo, bro, let's talk about why we need to lean into the love of the Lord. So yes, those episodes are awesome. I absolutely adored them. The two I didn't adore, as we know, didn't make it up. <laughs> but the more, sorry, with that, that's an inside thing, my friends. But the, the rest are there, man. And I'm so stoked about, you know, what the future holds. With that being said, I want to talk to you about a couple cool things going on in your life too, man, because I'm so interested in always following what you're doing and number two, also following because you're helping me with so much yeah. of the stuff I have going on. But bro, what has this past year looked like in in your life? What's Trevor's life look like this past year? Man, to be honest with you, I have the podcast, but then I also have a media agency and both of them over the past year have just been so fruitful and God's been blessing us with just some amazing projects to work on. But uh, with all of the great things that have happened, I also dealt with a lot of things that just kind of spiraled out of control, you know, like um, this past September, something I haven't really talked about super publicly was I ended up getting so severely burnt out that I developed a gastrointestinal infection the same week and that we did this choose to life, uh, choose to live live stream. And we were doing Blue Ridge Rock Fest with Lacey. It's mm-hmm. like, I ended up in the ER. I was severely dehydrated. My stomach, like I couldn't hold food or water down. So my stomach was like eating like what was in there, like eating itself. So I was in terrible, terrible, terrible shape. And, you know, that was an eye opener for me because I remember seeing at 19 years old, a YouTuber named Sonny Leonard Doozy talking about uh, having to go to the ER for burnout. And I just kind of laughed and was like, that'll never be me. And it ended up being me. So learning a lot of work-life balance at 25 Mm -hmm. and um, learning to live again, man. Like one of the things that I missed so much that I wasn't allowing myself to do because I was finding my whole worth in my work, um, which I'm super proud of the work and everything, but Mm -hmm. it became my identity essentially. But one thing that I missed was just having like mindless weekends, like driving around with the sunroof open with my dog, Frito, my best friend, like uh, just going to the park, like doing things and not having a schedule. Like I don't have scheduled things on weekends anymore. I need that time. And it brings you back into like, okay, the scriptures talk about Sabbath and how important it is. Even God rested after he made the heavens and the earth, dude, like 
Right. Why right. not? Why? Why would I be exempt from that? So, like, so getting good. on the topic of like all of the hard things that we've all gone through, it looks different mm-hmm. for everybody. But that was super real for me, and I know that there's young entrepreneurs and people out there that are grinding, 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 which is what I used to do. And now I'm like, hustle mentality is such a BS topic. It's it so is, dumb. Like, work, 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 work. Okay, like, what happens when you're dead? <laughs> are you going to work yourself right. to death? Cause I almost did. Right. Um, right. so all that to say, like, man, I'm learning to honor the Sabbath and learning to rest and be myself instead of just Trevor talks and Trevor from right. transparent media, which, no, you nailed it, bro. So it, it's so true because, you know, I try to tell people this, what I've learned. And I mean, you're so way wiser than I was when I was 25. When I was 25, I was just running into burning buildings and drinking beer. I'm going to be honest with you. Okay, dude. And I was not a Christian at that time. So all, all you, uh, um, uh, Southern folks that are yelling at me, Southern Baptist folks yelling me right now, chill out. Okay. I wasn't a Christian and I'm not advocating for that. But Trevor is so much more wise than me. Cause bro, what I now learned from that is what you just preached out there is balanced, dude. The Bible from Jesus. Genesis to the Indesis is balanced, dude. And what does it do? He also points us to the gospel of Jesus Christ, where we're going to find our rest, where we're going to find our strength, where we're going to find our identity, which you just spoke about, bro. Because for so many years, my identity was found as a fireman, Jason, the fireman, 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 I was fireman, fireman, and bro, it was wearing me out. Mm -hmm. And then I'll be honest with you, come to the Lord, stop being a fireman. Now I work in media. I still preach. Don't idolize this stuff. But now I'm working, working, working. New book, new this, new deal, new that. Movie going, movie going. Bro, we have to slow down. And what you're preaching there is balance. If we go all up here on work, well, then we're all down here. I'll be also honest. I've seen people that go so far in on just someone to preach, teach, and go after the gospel, go after the gospel, which is a beautiful thing. But then they're not balanced out. We got to balance it, man. We, we have to balance it out. And that's what I love seeing about you. Because let's be honest, every not everyone knows, but I mean, you suffer from levels of anxiety, which I do too. I suffer from depression, from things in my past. We have differences. But when that comes back into our life, bro, it'll quickly knock us on our butts like it did you. Yeah. And dude, anxiety and oppression are no joke. And especially in the Christian bubbles, it's, it's kind of disheartening to even think about this. Like a lot of these churches aren't even embracing it. You know, like people are struggling. There's more people on antidepressants than ever before. There are so many people that want to get into therapy that can't afford it and therefore are experiencing crazy levels of anxiety, depression, suicidal ideation and such. And they turn to drugs because they're cheaper, like not the antidepressants. They're turning to like self-medicating on illegal substances. And it's like, we're in an epidemic and there's so many ministries out there that are combating this. So I'm not saying it's all of them, but for the majority of it, especially in the Southern Baptist bubble, hence I live in Georgia, I know it. Do better. Like, just do better. Talk about these things. You can't just act like it's not going on. And, I mean, there's been several times in my walk, even with the Lord, um, in my early teen years and then into the late years. It's like, I I know what it's like to not want to live. 
And there's a lot of people out there that are struggling with the exact same thoughts. And that's what Trevor Talks was birthed out of. That podcast is not to make me famous or seem cooler than Mm -hmm. I am. It's literally uh, Trevor Talks. Like, I do not shut up. It's a statement if it's anything. But I get to talk with a lot of really cool people about their stories and about the things that they've struggled with and how they're able to overcome it. And why is that what I do? Because that's what I was looking for on YouTube when I was a teenager, and I would find interviews with my favorite artists and people I look up to, but there was nothing like that for me. And I knew right then and there, I was like, dude, I think I'm going to be able to do something in that way. But the wild thing is, at 25 years old, I'm just like, we got to set higher goals for ourselves, you know? Like, I don't think God's called us to have small dreams and not to like... um, brag or anything it's just like i had to relook at my life goals because they were accomplished by the age of 25 mm-hmm. you right. have to trust that god has something bigger for your life right. than living uh, just paycheck to paycheck man like mm-hmm. and if people are struggling with that right now you know finances are a huge trigger for anxiety and depression in people mm-hmm. They struggle to make their bills, especially we're in a we're in a recession. Like a mm-hmm. lot of people are afraid to say that. I'm not. We are literally living in a United States mm-hmm. recession. Uh, controversial, probably. Do I care? No. Like yeah. it's the truth. It so, is what it is. Yeah, it, it is, is what, it, what is. it is. Right. And people need right. to know they're not alone. So that's it. Right. And that that's one thing that. I love about what you did. And that's how we first connected was mm-hmm. when my first book came out and you're like, Whoa, dude, here's this fireman that went through these struggles. All these things kind of happened with him. Well, that's something that in the fire service has been a struggle too, was no one talked about their feelings. A lot of us got into the fire service wanting to help other people, hoping that that would fix <laughs> us. Right. And as we know, that's not going to work. Okay. The only thing that's going to work is getting help. And you also know my values and where I come from on that, that I want people first and foremost, I want them to find the help they need to get their head clear because this world is so loud. It's so noisy. It's just breathing negativity, negativity, negativity into their heads that they can't hear the goodness of the Lord sometimes. So even a non-Christian, I tell them, I want you to find the help that's going to work for you. And then what do I do? I pray and I pray. And they know me coming from my faith-based side that I'm praying that they will hear the Lord calling them. Because what I tell people is no matter what we create, anything that's created by man, even when it's built upon the Lord, it's going to fall apart at times, okay? It's just going to break down. It's going to fall apart because we're just kind of a mess and and we try our best. And my fear is a lot of times is when people then build up and, and they're not grounded in the Lord, when they fall, where they fall back to? And they fall back to where I used to be, which is the pit of hell. And my prayer over here is, man, I pray that they fall into his arms this time, you know, and stuff. So, so I've had this quagmire of I'm being invited to secular places to speak into this, right? But I'm coming in as a Christian and I've got this group over here saying, Jason, you must preach Christ crucified to everyone. And the Lord's even telling me, yo, Jason, spread the gospel. But how do I do that? I show up over here and I go, you guys, I'd be fake if I didn't tell you my background, who I am and where my faith is. Okay. But I'm here to speak to you. I'm here to speak to you about the troubles, the, the, the pain you're in and this. And I want to point you to a direction where you can get help while also showing you where the hope I found comes from. Because some days hope is all I got, man. And I leave it at that, you know, and, and, and you can preach into any world because who doesn't want hope, you know? And, and so that's what I've been trying to do as opposed to coming in and, 
you know, oh, well, this happened and then that happened and then not leaving people with hope. Bro, I can't leave people with anything less than the hope that I found. You know, does that kind of make sense? It makes 100% sense. And you've been on this journey too. Like everybody has had their struggles. Everybody's had their things they've had to work through. And even over the past year, it's been a really hard time for people. But having another resource to feed encouragement into them, but also not beating around the bush on like, hey, even when you do come to Christ, there are going to be some things that are going to be very hard to go through. It doesn't exempt you from that. But there's always a reason to choose to live, number one. But number right. two, there's always a place you can look for hope, and that's in Jesus. Right. right. You know, and that's that's what, what I, I try to tell people. People will sit there and say, so, Jason, the day you, you came to Christ, you know, which is kind of a crazy story because I tell people it happened at a fire, but it, after the seeds had been planted and people had been loving on me, not hating on me, but I tell people the moment that heaven and hell became real, so did Christ, you know? And, and so when I then, or when they say, bro, so at that moment, everything became perfect. Like, no, dude, I still responded to emergencies. I still had disagreements and arguments with friends and family, but I now had clarity and I now had hope. And I now had a place to turn to where I could say, how can I turn this around? And it made sense as opposed to everything else I had ever been taught or that's been fed into me. It made a little sense, but it didn't make total sense. And at that moment it did. So I tell people, I'm like, yeah, dude, turn on the news. Don't. It's a joke. But if you turn on the news, you're going to see nothing but negativity and it's going to affect you. But you're a Christian. But hold on. Shouldn't everything be perfect now? No, perfection comes much later. Okay, it comes much later. But we have been given the tools that we need to push through it, just like you were throwing out at the beginning of the show, some of the tools you need of rest. Bro, this is a non-rest world. This world doesn't want you to rest. It says the only way you're going to find success is without rest. And that's such BS, man, as you know that. So I appreciate you also speaking into that. Yeah, and like just to throw out there, like I'm an Elon Musk fan, right? But if there's one thing that I heavily disagree with him on, health, like it's very healthy to find disagreements and such, but you know, he has this thing, like when he bought Twitter, it's like, y'all better get ready to work. And y'all are all coming back to the office and you're going to be working these gruesome hours and like essentially promoting hustle culture. And I think. Stuff like that, you know, like I would never implement that into my agency. I'm not going to judge him for what he's doing. Um, But I highly disagree with it. I don't think people need that level of stress in their life, especially for a job. So many people are being dragged down by their bosses, man. And they're getting people get cussed out by their bosses at work and they go home and they cry and they never say anything. When did this life, the American dream, become a rat race is what I want to know. And why did that happen? Because people are chasing comfort. They're chasing comfort. They get comfortable being a bottom feeder and they pay you enough to where you don't leave, but also to where you can't leave. Um, People are chasing comfort, man. And even right now, like things I can't talk about are like, I dropped speaking this year and it was a very healthy decision for me. And we're working on one of the coolest projects that I've ever been able to be a part of. And I'm like, man, I can't wait to start talking about this because it all makes sense. Like it finally clicked for me that, you know what? God did put me on this planet with a very unique thing. And a lot of people aren't going to like it, but I sure as heck do like it. And 
I'm excited about so, it, and I know we'll uh, have me swing back around when it's time. Oh yeah, but no, we will. I know what you're talking about. I'm yeah. super stoked about it too. But here's the way I see it. Just again, I'm so not up here. Just yep. in some age, I've had more time. Is what I found is at certain points in your life, God has you use certain gifts and abilities, and and they get highlighted more. So right now you're doing this, and and like with me, I was called to firefight. I know for a fact I was. I did. Now I'm being called over here to start producing and creating some really cool mm-hmm. content, you know, while also being in front of the camera a little bit, but kind of like you <laughs> being behind the camera, you know, and creating it's stuff. so much more fulfilling, right? Oh, so much better because you also don't have any feedback coming to you personally, but that's a whole <laughs> other show right there. Okay. It is, but you know, it's like writing the devotional that I'm writing right now and, and pulling together this big, huge film project for the rescuer and stuff. It's it's something God has me doing right now, but later on, I don't know what he's going to have me doing. Just like with you, each step of what you've been doing, that's where he wanted you at that precise moment. And that's why it's so important to stay in tune with him and make sure that, hey, is this truly what you want for me? You know, is check the barometers, make sure everything's lined up. And if it is, go forth. And then in a few years, you may look back and be in there or be mm-hmm. somewhere else. And it's not better, worse. It's just different now, you yeah. know? But like you said, so many people get just bogged down on this is it. Hey, maybe someone is truly called to work a nine to five. That's their, they, they absolutely love it. Okay. That's cool. But the part about the beating down the, the, the horrible stuff. No, that's wrong because Elon Musk, he's a billionaire. He's chasing the money. That's his stability. And as you know, find one verse in the Bible where it says, we're guaranteed comfort. Well, I'm not going to ask you, okay? But I'll ask. I'll ask. I'll Don't ask, ask uh, me. Sorry, Trevor. I'm going somewhere. Let's ask one of my theologian buddies. Find me one verse in the Bible where the moment you become a follower of Christ, you're guaranteed comfort, and I'll answer that for you. It's not there. It is just not call. There. Just call Joel Olstein. I'm sure he could tell you. <laughs> <laughs> Who? Sorry. Shots ah! <laughs> fired. Well, I'm just joking. You know, if he wants to pray, you know, I need a few million more blessings to come my way to get this movie thing going. So, Joel, if you're out there and you're listening, no, I'm just kidding, brother. So, (laughs) (laughs) What impacts you every day? There is one book that influences almost every aspect of our lives. Museum of the Bible reveals the Bible's impact on your favorite musicians and artists, the way we measure time, social justice, our national monuments, and more. The Bible's impact is all around you. Discover how at museumofthebible.org slash impact. Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-497-4410. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in, anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-497-4410. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-497-4410. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states.
back to the launch of, of my new podcast. What are some questions that you might have for me that you think the audience might be wondering about right now? I know I just kind of put you on the spot there, but I'm going to ask that one while I take a drink. No, I think it's great. And if there's anything I could ask you to flip the script a little bit, how, we're talking about overcoming a lot of hardships. How do you feel that the conversations that you're going to have on this podcast are actually going to equip people to go through these struggles themselves and keep a clear mind while doing it? That's so solid. So I'm going to be honest with you. I want people, or I might have people on who we see as famous. Then we're going to have people who might be an artist or an author. And then we're going to have just regular everyday people like I say me. I never say like you or anyone else. Yeah, like you. Okay, you can claim it, but I'm not going to tell you that you're just a regular guy. But what I want out of that is I want people to see someone as amazing that I look up to like John Schneider just because I've been, you know, following him for years. And to see his story and to hear his story than to, oh, but he's had some issues in there. And then he's willing to pour into us and all of a sudden he becomes a human being. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then when I interview someone who just has an amazing story that I feel can bless people, I want the audience to hear them. And I don't want them to hear the sad story as much as I want them to hear how they overcame it. Because if I sat, like in my book, it's a story. But if mm-hmm. I sat and said, Trevor, back in 2000, man, I was going through this, and, and I, then I ended up, you know, suicidal, and then the, the fires were bothering me, and the emotional stuff was just crushing me, and I go for 10 or 15 minutes without stopping and saying, yo, Trev, check it out, man. I would go to this fire, and it would hurt because there would be a fatality there, but check this out. This is what I learned from that fire. This is what I got from it. So people, I, I know this may sound gruesome. We're not going to go really in-depth there, but this is what the Lord taught me. And so what I'm going to do with these folks a little more this time is each step of their story, it's going to be a, hey, what did you learn at that moment too? As opposed to staying in the story throughout, because when we have a 20 minute story, you're like, okay, where's the teaching moment? Well, I believe in our stories on every little piece of the timeline, there's a teaching moment there. And I just want to pull them apart, dude. I just want to pluck the stories apart. I want I want to hear like, you know, with Sonia, who's going to come back on and stuff. I just... Her story's so heartbreaking, but I also want to just tap into some moments there that we didn't tap into to pull some hope, pull some strength, pull at that exact moment. How'd you get through that? Because I don't know if I could. And and I think a lot of people listening will will hear that too. Like with you, I can say, bro, you're freaking 25 <laughs> doing all these things. And I know you struggle with some of that anxiety, mm-hmm. dude. Trev, how do you get through certain days? I, I got that. Over here on Saturday and Sunday, you take a break. Yeah. But what about Tuesday midday when it just all hits the fan and, and everything just sucks, man? How do you get through that, dude? Those are the type of things I want to pull out of people because I think we, we need more tangibles than just the whole story. Does that make sense? Yeah. And if there's anything I've learned over the years of like, you have to dissect what you're going through. So once I knew I was experiencing panic attacks from panic disorder and generalized anxiety, it's like, okay, um, there are medications for it. And that's something that I talk about right. a lot. Like that mm-hmm. has helped a lot. But then also we figured out that I have hypothyroidism, which is Ooh. a huge trigger for things like that if they go untreated. So right. it, to answer your question, man, like there's a lot of stress wrapped up in being a business owner. Like people Ooh. are depending on you to feed their families. And that's right. very scary. And one thing that I always come back to, it's like, is this meaningful to me? 
And if the answer is yes, I'm going to find a way to overcome whatever it is that needs to be, um, like, gone through, and I'm going to figure it out. Like, it's all going to pan out. This isn't going to kill me. Am I having a hard time? Yes. How can I combat this? If I'm groggy, I'll take an ice-cold shower or an ice bath. If I'm feeling well, here we go with that ice bath something. thing, and you're not... Hey, bro, I'm cutting you off right there. You're not <laughs> talking me into that ice bath thing, okay? So don't even... I, I heard that little seed being planted, but... It's an inside joke, my friends, okay? But, yeah. What do you cold think shower. I did before this interview? I took an ice-cold shower, and I'm dead serious. And it helped so much. Right, but, like, right. even getting outside and getting some yeah. fresh air, those are simple things you can do that actually work. Is that going to be a one-size-fits-all thing? No. Like, there are probably going to be other things that you can do. Go see a therapist. Right. I see a therapist. I'm not ashamed of that. Um, right. Talk about these things. If nobody knows that other guys, essentially, like men don't talk mm-hmm. about these things very often right. for some reason, because we're too macho, you know, right. I'm not. I'm a. I'm the emo kid, right? But so many <laughs> You're people- You're so not emo, dude. You, you've got that beast beard that I couldn't even grow if I wanted. What does that tell me? You've got mass testosterone running through those veins here. Plus, you talk about being small. I know your past with being like a world champion wrestler and all this other stuff that you try to sweep under the carpet okay yeah i dude i know all these things okay so uh, don't try to hide them from me i do i do my homework trevor okay so <laughs> but no that that's so good because dude there's days that i struggle like the day i couldn't become a fire or be a fireman anymore was one of the worst days of my life at the time well now it's one of the best days of my life because of where i am now but there's days people i want jason's life oh my gosh he gets to do this he gets to that and i'm like i I just wish you could see my true life other than a Facebook post of my dogs, okay? It's not all great, and and I wish you could see inside my head that there's times I'm just like, oh, gosh, there's so much. My past is over here, and the devil's using it to try to get at me, and I just don't want to work, and I don't do the drugs or alcohol thing. I just want to disappear sometimes, meaning not from the world, not in a suicidal way, but just disappear from all of my duties and stuff. And what helps? Dude, just going on a walk. Seriously, yeah. I know it sounds weird. Big tough guy going on a walk, being out in God's creation with my dogs or with my wife or with my kids or sometimes, bro, alone. And believe it or not, I haven't pulled the little ear buddy things that you, you that we put in our ears. My wife bought me some of those, by the way. I forgot. They're yeah. Ear, earbuds. AirPods. AirPods. Those AirPods bro they're so good but they have this thing called white noise and it drowned i almost got hit by a car the other day dude it's like when i'm not on walks anymore okay um but sometimes i go on walks dude and i i pull those out of my ears because i just want to hear the sound of traffic and the world and things going on around me and going you know what the reason i'm doing what i'm doing is because of all this craziness around me i just want to be able to bless them you know and so that helps me at times other times I put them in because I don't want to hear the people I'm wanting to bless. You know, I just need that time. So yeah, talking about our emotions and encouraging, especially from my side, coming from the EMS side, bro, we're tough guys. We don't do this, but even in our world, there's a huge awakening now with the, the different things. And you know me, I don't cling on to like PTSD or PTSI or PT. Whatever. I just go, dude, it's trauma and it sucks. You've had yeah. trauma in your life. I'm not disnaming it. But I also just don't give it a name because as a paramedic, we look at someone who's had some trauma, meaning in a car wreck or hit by a car, they're in pain, dude. Yeah. Okay. However that trauma hit them, it hit them. My job is to come alongside them 
and get them the help they need, you know, and stuff. And so that that's what I like to to be able to do, you know, and having a guy like you being able to speak into it too with your audience, bro, it's a win-win situation. Dude, and honestly, I relate heavily with what you say. Is like, uh, I want your life. People look at the the clients we have, the people that I'm around, and they're like, I want that. And they don't know all the pressure that that adds to you. Um, right. And that's one of the reasons I was so in my head last year. It's like, okay, I've got all these high-profile connections and whatnot. Oh, what if what if I do something and they don't love me anymore? Right. Like, stupid stuff. Stupid right. stuff. And I say right. that about myself because mm-hmm. I'm not stupid. The thoughts I were having was stupid. It's like, right. it's so dumb to think that people are just going to walk away from you like they're friends. Right. They are friends. And right. I was so concerned about that, man. Like it was just another lie in my head. And that's right. a real thing. Um, we got to overcome this stuff. And it's not easy, but it's so worth it. It's so worth right. it to just don't hide from your problems. That's just right. going to make them worse. If you're right. experiencing some discomfort in your marriage and your relationship at work, address it. Like right. it's easier said than done. Way easier right. said than done. But address it. Like do better. You have to challenge do, yourself. You have to. I'm a huge believer on that because you know, like it's like in the fire department thing. If we don't respond to a fire, what's going to happen? A day is going to get bigger. It's not going to just burn the one house down. It's going to burn the houses next. So down the blocks, the city. We have to put the fires up. But we have to. You know, life isn't a structure fire either. You know, we don't have to hit it head on with axes and just try to destroy it. For sure. But we have to identify the problems, like you said, and going like my wife goes, "Wow, you love conflict." And I said, "Where's that coming from?" And she's all because when a problem pops up, you just hit it. And I said. Because I hate conflict. I hate if I don't hit it head on, or I, and head on doesn't mean I'm solving it or I'm working it out that day. It means I'm recognizing it and we're getting at it. I can't sleep. I can't eat. My stomach curls up. I start having bad thoughts. I start doubting myself. I become. I, I start doubting the whole everything and stuff. And so, therefore, I have to start it. And what I tell people is one of the greatest places to start, and this is the preachy side of me, is reground yourself in the gospel whenever something happens. So like, say like Christy and I get in a fight and it's not because of her. It's normally 99.9% of times because of my idiocy is why we get in a disagreement. But we truly reground ourselves back in the gospel. Meaning before we sometimes work it out, we just talk mm-hmm. like, Hey, wow, he died for our sins. Wow. This, you know, we just go through it and we talk about it because that's where life is found. And when we reground ourselves back in just the basics The basics, dude, it's almost like, what was that problem? You know what I mean? Oh, this is what it was. And it doesn't look nearly as big because life is so much bigger than that problem. And when we we ground ourselves back in life, dude, it's so much easier to solve things, you know? And that's something I like to throw out there to folks. Yeah. And regrounding yourself is pretty much the key to like a very high percentage of our problems. Ask yourself, is the issue that I'm experiencing right now that is causing me so much stress. Am I going to be thinking about this in the year? And if the answer is no, 
why is it such a big issue right now? Right. You almost have to think about the big picture to see how small these issues are that you're going through, right? Right. And when you reground yourself, especially in scripture, one thing that I like to do is when I'm taking my ice baths and such that you hate uh, me talking about so much that help me. Uh, it's almost like you don't want me to have healing or something, but I'll listen to the dwell app while I'm doing it. Hey, friends, have you ever heard the term gaslighting? No, I'm just joking. <laughs> <laughs> this is the new episode on gaslighting uh, brought to you by Trevor Talks Podcast. Okay, I just put Starbucks tea out of my nose there, bro. <laughs> All right, welcome back to the Jesus Loving <laughs> Podcast where we're going to go over gaslighting and ice baths. No, I'm just joking. No, no, back to grounding, dude. You're right. It's so true. I mean, it, it's something that, that needs to be done, man. Yeah, gas uh, gaslighting essentially is such a huge thing right now. It's like we're breeding a whole generation of narcissists. Bro. Oh, my goodness. Okay, you want to go there? Let's go there, dude. Let's go. (laughs) I got the ultimate gaslighting letter backed up with scripture that you could ever say. I mean, bro, I almost called some of my ex-friends over at the – oh, I can't say where where they work. But anyway, I've got an article. Oh, they're still my friends. I'm just not talking to them right now. But I've got an article for you about how – not just pastors, because I'm not here to be down churches or pastors, because we're all fallible. God's word is, and we all know that. That and we know that side. If we're talking specific places, I can dive into that. I'm no, kidding. we're not going to dive into anything <laughs> there whatsoever, brother. Um, you will be canceled. No, I'm joking. Cancel <laughs> this. Cancel this. Cancel this. But anyways, I got this letter not too long ago, and it was totally gaslighting, but backed up with scripture. And bro, it crushed my soul when I read it at first. And then I started reading into it. I'm like, dude, this is not what the scripture was meant to say. First off, scripture is not meant to give anyone a beat down. It's mm-hmm. not. And again, whole nother episode over there. But dude, you're right, man. This whole narcissistic thing that's being created out there and just everyone just gaslighting everyone, everyone making people feel bad is horrible. And again, to not get too far off topic, that's what I want yeah. to do with this podcast is it. Have someone go, dude, I've had someone do that to me. Oh my gosh, they made me feel so guilty. So so I would fall in line with what they want, right? And I want them to hear that and go, that's not okay. Don't do that. How do we yeah. confront them? Well, you know me, go to scripture, make sure you have good people around you because a narcissist is going to be the hardest person that you're ever going to deal with. One of the hardest people you ever deal with. But but there's little lessons like that that just come out of these discussions. And that's what's so rad about the Jesus is all we need podcast coming back in is these discussions are going to come out. It's going to come out with movie stars and then a couple of fools like you and me, you know? Yeah. Honestly, that's the best description of me that I can think of myself anyway. Uh, a with fool that, like you. <laughs> oh, I thought you were going to say narcissist. No, a fool like you. <laughs> I know, I'm just joking. A no, fool like me. Oh, yeah, you're like modeling you. yourself. Okay. This yes. is now a class on discipleship. Discipleship 101, you're becoming a mini-me, which is a fool. I love that, bro. Let's go. I'm in on that. Anyways, bro, hey, I, I'm like I keep falling back on, dude. You can see it. I get excited. I'm fired up about this. Man, we have so many more cool guests coming up. We're going to have more shows. And, and a little different this time. Instead of just doing one guest at a time, I'm going to circle back through guests. Because I think sometimes in just 35, 40 minutes, there's so much more that we can talk about, man. And I'm just so excited about this. So Trevor, you're definitely going to be one of the bros. I'm going to be pulling back through with that being said, give us a small teaser of something pseudo you might be working on right now that we can get excited about. Come on. Let's see. 
we are working on something that is very, 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 very heavy. And I'll okay, leave it at that. Okay, I like that. I like I'll that, leave man. it at that. Cryptic. We'll leave it at that, man. And uh, cool, dude. I'm not going to go much further, but we're going to bring <laughs> you back around when that announcement comes because I'm actually super excited about it. Because when I off the side see you talk about it, hear about it, I just hear a passion in your voice right yeah. now, and I see a glow about you, and I know you're not pregnant, so it's got to be <laughs> truly this is where the Lord has called you. I mean, stuff, it is so. 2023. You <laughs> never know. <laughs> Uh, that episode will be about five more (laughs) that episode will be about five more out but anyways trevor tyson dude of the trevor talks podcast go listen to it my friends you're just gonna love his show go back to episode one and dig your way through to where where do you got episode 8597 now or something uh we're around 130 and uh yeah we've got some pretty awesome guests coming in the pipeline uh, we're honing in on something that means a lot more to me than anything else. And like, that's the rock genre. So there's a lot of uh, great guests coming up within rock music. Uh, we'll have our occasional like uh, business as usual as it's been. But just like you've gone through seasons of like, okay, we're going to go from Jesus all we need, cancel this, uh, etc. It's all going to be under the Trevor Talks brand. But in this season, I'm going to search for things that bring me a lot of joy. And that would be that. And that's the best way for me to encourage people right now. Therefore, that's where I'm going with it, man. I love it. And, you know, something else that brings you joy is me. So I'm so looking forward to being yes. on again. <laughs> you are going to be on, actually. So it's going to be fun. <laughs> I know. Just like, all right, brother. I love you so much, dude. And thanks for coming on, Trevor. I super appreciate you on all levels. Dude, I appreciate you having me on. I love you as well. And if anybody's listening to this and they need some extra support, go check out my friends at heartsupport.com. They've got some resources for you. And uh, hope to talk to you all soon. I hope you found this episode as encouraging as I did. Be sure to click the like, subscribe, or whatever button you see that will notify you of future shows because we have some awesome guests lined up that you're not going to want to miss. Until next week, remember this, my friends. Jesus is all we need. I love you guys. I want to take just a second to thank the team at Life Audio for their partnership with us on the podcast. If you go to lifeaudio.com, you will find dozens of other faith-centered podcasts in their network. They've got shows about prayer, Bible study, parenting, and more. So head on over to lifeaudio.com and check them out. It's a crazy world out there, moms and dads. I'm Katherine Seegers, host of Christian Parent Crazy World, the podcast that tackles tough topics to help you be a godly parent in an ungodly world. Subscribe at lifeaudio.com.